have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, Codename Greek Dog. Facts don't change people's minds, but I've been thinking about this a lot with uh, like Cornell West because Cornell West is, is somebody that. If we're going to have hope, we do have to believe that someone like him can go out there and like change some minds. Govitasin. Brandon had just turned 21 five days before he died. We're at Skeeps. Schoolkeepers. I can't believe we went to Skeeps for his 21st birthday, but... You don't give... When you're 20... When you just turned 21, you don't give a fuck what bar it is. That's something you build later. Like, you become a bar snob the older you get. And the Hungarian Iron Dot. And in South Carolina, there's paper mills and pluff mud on, uh, in, in Charleston, and they, they stink like fucking skunky cabbage. So uh, Cali Bass became cabbage ass, and then anytime we smelled it when we were driving over a bridge in Charleston, we just started yelling cabbage ass at each other. Cabbage ass! Greetings and welcome in. It's the Is It Safe Talk Show. I am Michael Govier, and I am here with uh, two dudes who know each other pretty well. One of them is not Steve. Steve's not here yet. He's actually recording right now. A episode of the Cinema Nine podcast, which is a movie show I do with Eric and Travis. If you're into that, check it out when it goes live. I'm here with Luke, of course, but uh, we got a special guest today. It's a very exciting moment. We've brought aboard first time long timer Sean is in the house. Welcome aboard. Sean, welcome to the show, man. You've emailed the show a few times, and now you're here in real time. So, how's it feel? Pretty surreal, actually. I talked to my brother multiple times about not uh, not jacking up the whole pot so i'm gonna try to do my best I, I i've gone back looked at the details of all the stupid conversations about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and uh you know what, what steve got spelled <laughs> for and i've tried to do my research before i got came on the pod here so i'm just gonna shoot from the hip i don't shoot too wildly but uh see if i can help out but thanks for having wow me. dude absolutely dude it's great to have you here you know we uh known each other a while so i feel that you're gonna fit right in with the situation known as it's it safe which has not been on the air in a while first off right away we have not done a show in almost a month it might have been a month sean said it was three weeks but i think today yeah, is thursday december longer. 21st yeah it's, i think it's been a month easy it's mostly my fault i would take 90 percent of the blame i really will i think i'll, I'll take 95 percent of it maybe even 97 that's generous you don't have to I take 97 that's putting in mind i'm not, to I'm take not taking it to take it i just know that uh it's generous you know, I, of you. That job I had, it's over, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's not going to interfere with my schedule. So, classic right. Govia, even at forty-three years old, worked for three months and said, "I'm out of here." So this is things, November 9th. <laughs> November 9th. See, so it's been six weeks. Uh, six weeks. So, Michael. Yes, I'm listening. Can you, can you give us a, a little rundown on that one? Well, I could. Uh, first, let's get a quick uh, background. Sean, why do you listen to the show and why do you like it? I'd love to hear that. <laughs> uh, well, I listen to the show first and foremost because it's, it's my brother. It's a way to try to stay connected and find out what's going on. And at least if I can uh, yes. see what's going on in that, that old head of his. Um, but, uh, no, I just like to tune in, see what you guys are talking about, see what you're discussing, see what's uh, what's new out there. Not all of it is things I can take into the office and, and share my newfound wealth of, of knowledge. Is it safe pod? But I uh, I love just tuning in, just seeing what's new and what's working, and uh, 
yeah, I, I, that that's basically it. But Mike, I couldn't help but notice. I know we can't see the cameras here, but you, you are disappeared. A hoodie, you disappeared. I did yeah. disappear. We're I, still I here. Know. I mean, you're here um, audio wise, but you're here. We go. Yeah, uh, unless you're hiding out. There you go. A hoodie that I think I got you. <laughs> of course, I've been, oh I've been wearing God, this that's... thing every day since 2017 when you gave it to me. So <laughs> that is. I've we worn this thing seriously. Legendary, he literally has worn that it. Time when, that short time when, when Govier came out and lived in Colorado, or he would show up to the gym I was working at, and we'd have these legendary sessions of racquetball. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That's I mean, awesome. That's, it's great. I was in good shape, yeah. too. I could actually hang with him. I could go toe to toe. Hell yeah. That was oh, a yeah. lifetime ago. But. That's putting it mildly. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but I've been wearing this. I get a lot of people ask me about it. Some people are like, oh, who's that? And I tell them who it is. But most of the time I'm inside at home wearing this. Or I'm at a feast and wearing it all three days. I've worn this sweater, this sweaty sweatshirt, yeah. this hoodie. Pretty much, If I got it in 2017. I've probably worn it 70% of the days of every year since. <laughs> yeah, I'm locking that in. Those threads are putting in the work. I love it. Yeah, you know, and I, I learned this. By the way, I didn't know this. <laughs> Again, there's so many things I didn't know, I still don't know. But I learned even as someone who's been doing his own laundry since he's 10 years old. That's me. I mean, I've been doing laundry for a long time. And I've made a few mistakes. Uh, there was Luke's suit pants, uh, which I screwed up in 2002. It's and a then, full suit. It was the jacket. A, oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sean and I have a picture. Uh, like, I'm wearing the charcoal one. He's wearing the beige one. It's the charcoal one. The charcoal one went into the washer and dryer. Oh, I thought I just did the pants. I really did, but whatever. I screwed them up, and you don't oh put them in God. the washer no, dryer. Yeah. So, oh man, yeah, I, maybe but, it was just the pants. But those yeah, are. well, it was because I jizzed in them. That's what it was. So, oh, oh, yeah. oh, thank you for washing them. That's why I did it. That, that's why went I, into the washer. Yeah, that's why it was so pressing. Because I'm like, shit, I, I can't. Just I set, you could have just set them on fire immediately after, or kept them as a trophy. Because uh, <laughs> I was never wearing those again. Bits and doozy. Okay, well, it was uh, dry humping. It, it, you know, it was surprising. I was still young. I was still virile. You know, I still I guess I could. You know, there's no way in hell I could come from dry humping now. Those days are long gone. Like that, that would that after never the funeral? Was that after the no? Funeral? That was at a wedding I went to with my friend from Tennessee, Deanna. We were like, oh my we god, up, we were buddies as friends, and then we became of age. And you know, she was the first woman who ever uh, grabbed my penis. Of age. It was pretty exciting. That was not, not when I was twenty-two. I, that happened way before that. But the point I'm trying to make here is about the laundry, and that was the other key point here. I didn't know about how if you kept putting things in the dryer that had, you know, like a logos on them or anything. What do you call this? I mean, like. Uh, screen printing of some sort print yeah yeah but like good screen printing too not just like the shitty other ones yeah, that would easily like, come it's off like, it feels it's like rubber but it's like ironed on real nice yeah it's a quality job but if you keep putting it into the dryer and over again it just starts breaking the shit up and i learned that very late in life and the shirt has uh, survived that because i learned that at the right time like my calvin johnson jersey you can't. You can barely see the Johnson on the back now. That's I, I just put it in the dryer ah, way too busted. many times, and that sucks because it's a black a Lions kill. jersey. Yeah. I love that jersey. Oh, that's nice. That's what they don't tell thing. you. Yeah, what they don't tell you is you should literally just keep your, just keep all of it out of the dryer. Like, you know, anything that's got any of that shit on it, just keep it out of the dryer. If you want it to last for a long time, just do that. We're talking laundry here. It's a safe talk show. Okay. So there you go, Sean. I I've loved this uh, hoodie. I got the uh, other one too. The like kind of gray military colored one oh, yeah. that's green 
in yellow ish, well, like a mustard. So yep. I don't wear that one as much. I don't know where it is. Yeah, that was one of the perks of uh, that was one of the perks of coaching right there. All all the new swag you get every single year. That was I still got stuff. I had to donate multiple multiple stuff just to get it out of my closet. I had no room for it anymore. But I'm oh. glad it's getting great use. Well, it's it's great to have you here, man. Yeah, we uh we hung out in Colorado for yeah. a little bit, but I mean that was a good time. I had a good run in Colorado. It was ten months of fun. Uh, one time I went out with a girl who she would have an orgasm if you just touched her, like one of those women. I didn't know they really existed, but she was real. What? Yeah. On so we went to the bowling alley and we bowled a little bit, and then we went out in the back of her car, and I just like like t- we were just like petting each other, and she had its orgasm. It was really bizarre. It was it was stunning. How did she get? How does she get through 10, 10 frames of bowling? <laughs> well, you don't have to be without, touched to bowl. You just bowl. I mean, fucking, you know, yeah, without just it's not like it's around on the ground like a fish. It's not like hockey or football or basketball where, like, you're, you know, every time she takes somebody down low in the paint, she's having an orgasm. <laughs> God dang. That would be, yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. That's pretty I have, heard, I have heard of these people. Uh, I'm yeah. glad she's, I'm glad she found you and, you know, that makes sense. Well, Things I'm very great. happy now with my wife, but I'll tell you what, I, <laughs> you know, all, I did a lot of dating out in Colorado because I was in my prime and I was in shape. Like I said, I was a real badass. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the first time I ever got my uh, dick pic put on the line happened in Colorado as well. I've told that story before. So I had some <laughs> some challenges there along the way, but I'm really glad to be where I am now with my wife. I love her very much. And I'm not just saying that. It's a true story. So, But uh, Sean... Are you is do you think Luke goes too far on the show? I want to ask you this because you know him pretty well and uh, you've listened to the show pretty regularly. Do you think Luke rants too much or do you think he's got the pulse of the nation? Do you think he's locked in? <laughs> uh, does he have the pulse of the nation? I, no, I, I don't know, but I don't know that he doesn't <laughs> wanted to. I, I don't know that Luke's objective is ever really to talk to the everyman about that. I do believe he likes to educate the everyman. I, I do think so. Um, but I do like every the time every people. Sorry, comment. that's inappropriate, yeah. man. Come on. <laughs> yep. Sorry, See, the, the you're every- getting canceled, man. You've been I, baited. I don't know that he. <laughs> I don't know he. T- don't be that guy. But I do think every time a question gets prompted, I'm usually sitting in my car going, "This is about to be the moment that Luke shits on anything I something I like." <laughs> and it's okay, because I'm going to get it from a different angle. Like maybe, maybe this does suck. I don't know. Let's hear. Let's hear what he says. And then you and Steve usually kind of talk him off that angle. Then he always ends up going, oh, "Well, you know, it's okay." Troll <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that dynamic, I think. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But do you uh, I appreciate that? Like I had, I remember I was thinking of one story and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I remember when I was a kid, I was listening to Radiohead and Luke told me that they were oh, trash. Boy. Yep. He's like, what are you doing listening to them? I was like, I don't know. I heard them on the radio. I think they're kind of cool. He's like, this band sucks. But, and then, so that's one miss that he had, but one win he had, I was thinking of this story. Luke, do you remember? This was my classic moment of uh, we were pulled out of the high school and I played a CD. It was tantric because I didn't know anything about anything. I'm 16 years old and I'm listening to tantric and Luke literally, just like in the movies, pops over a CD player, takes the CD, rips it out, says, what is this shit? And listens, looks at it and goes, okay, we're all done. And rolls my window down and throws it out the window. <laughs> what? 
somehow he pulls a bad religion CD out of his pocket. I think it was just sitting in his front pocket. He like leans back so he gets in the face, pulls it out of his pocket, threw it in there, then my life was changed. So there's moments. There there's, you know, the good definitely outweigh the, the bad in that sense. So Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, right on happen. I do fucking remember. <laughs> wow, that's a great story. And I believe every word of that. Right on cue, oh, Steve, our main man, is here. So, yep. well, everybody, welcome Steve to the show. Yay, yippee, woohoo. What did you want? Good to see you, Joe. I was trying to think the last time that you and I saw each other, and I couldn't remember. Mike, this might be another flashback. But I think it was almost, I think it was Warp Tour. No, it's Luke's wedding. Well, outside of the outside of the wedding, yeah, outside of that one, oh, I was okay. trying to think like actual time, like spending time with Steve, and I, I think it was Warp Tour, but I could be wrong. Uh, I think it was uh, Pickup Football, the old Heartland Football League. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when Sean came out and fucking tackled everybody, we were like, Jesus Christ, we don't, nobody knows how to do this. this he's, a, he's an actual fucking linebacker with speed and yeah. power. <laughs> Oh, Luke tore his knee too. Don't forget that one. There's a lot, oh, yeah. of, uh, a lot of history yeah. there. Yeah, doing nothing. I tore my yeah. knee doing nothing. Dude, You're that guy. Hard cut in the wrong Soft direction. tissue pop. Soft tissue trash. Yeah. But the fact well, that you said been that playing they... on artificial turf. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're probably right about that. I'm just kidding. Uh, we play on artificial I, turf. Yeah, I'm going to interject he, one more time not. with these stories. It's hard not. It's hard to turn these things off, and I know it's your pod. So, but I'm going to try not to dominate those. You're a guest, stuff. dude. You're supposed you to talk. You are the guest. <laughs> We're, you get, we're playing you get the, football. Yeah. We're down in Ann Arbor and we have there's a whole group of guys down there playing. There's probably 15, 15 of us. And the, the, the bunch of the guys that we didn't know and they were African American, we're playing them and we're mixing the teams up and we're playing, we're having good games. And then eventually one of them uh from the other team says to us, I think they said to you, Mike, they go, You're friends versus us. And Mike turns around to me and goes, this is great. The blacks versus the whites. This is all going to go really well. Oh, no. Like, oh, man. And they pasted us. That's true. Of course. Um, That was very true. But a bunch of boys from Heartland versus, I don't know, we were in Ann Arbor somewhere. I don't remember the game, but I just remember that being like, yep. And they had some quarterback that was amazing. It just, we're like, what what are you doing here? Holy shit. He's like, he's he's throwing comeback routes. He's hitting posts. I mean, it's just, it was stupid. I was like, what is this? And he'd like scramble. I'm like, we're, we're, they knew it. Was was that, wasn't that Livonia? Did we play that Uh, game? I think it was a high school field in Livonia. That's right. Yeah. I think Steve is correct. It was either Redford or Livonia over there because I was living in my dad's. That's what it was. This was season two of the HFL when I lived at my father's after uh, my freshman disaster at Central. So, but yeah, those guys. (laughs) There was also those other guys who were, uh, they were like all Irish white dudes. There's all these weird, oh, all God. these guys were, it was we're like showing brothers. the real. Uh, it was like, it felt like, a, it was like a Slapshot. It was like the, uh, the what are those brothers called? Yeah, the, the uh, Hanson brothers. Other? The Hanson brothers. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Just fucking <laughs> violent psychos. Yeah, one of them was literally wearing like the, the Ed O'Neill Polk High Married with Children jersey. Yes. And I accidentally yep. broke that guy's nose because he got tripped up when I was uh, getting ready to, you know, lay a shoulder into his torso, and he fell yes. like, nose first into my shoulder, and his fucking nose blew up. Wasn't that the guy with red hair? I think yeah. I remember that. Or else it was the yes. red blood coming out of his nose. But that's how I recall. No, he, he was uh, ginger, and his uh, blood was a lot redder. He was ginger, exactly. Yeah, that was fun. We had, it really showed the uh, unfortunate. <laughs> 
segregation of the entire metro Detroit area because all these people come from their corners of the metro. Because this place, I mean, we all know, we've all heard the stories a million times about southern segregation and such, but in the north, it's there too. And metro Detroit was never any different. Everybody grows up in their cliques and their sex. It's really bizarre. No, it's, it's completely different. Like the white flight into the exurbs, like there, there weren't yeah. exurbs before Detroit. Like, oh, that's true. There wasn't. Yeah. It's it's uh, fucking yeah. insane. like me being like not from there, corner. but then like entering that world and be like, well, why is this like it is? This sucks. Was it late? Yeah, so HFL is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. And then we tried to do a third season when I lived in uh, Okemos, but my life was falling apart too much by then, so I we couldn't really hang it together. But, uh, but the, I, I remember uh, two two things from that game in Redford. There was one guy who was wearing weightlifting gloves the entire time. Yes. <laughs> That dude, yes, yeah, he he was like uh, probably five foot eight, but also three hundred pounds and just fucking like he he wasn't like uh you know ripped strong. He was he was like uh, I'm going for gains strong. <laughs> like he was like he like whoever had to block him was just like let let's get two on him and then figure out what to do after that. And then there was this other guy. Give me two. <laughs> This other guy named Moose, he was like six foot seven. Moose! But he had shit for hands, so we ended up like just not guarding him when he went out in pass patterns. Like Moose. He couldn't catch anything to save his life. But he was the biggest fucking target on the field. (laughs) That's I was thinking about Moose for the moment Sean brought this up. I always remember that guy. He tried to play tight end, he couldn't catch the ball. He was a nice guy though, I would say that. So Oh yeah, he was great. to bring that back, you weren't wrong. the The game lasted about six minutes into that uh, when we shuffled the teams back to. Once you start mixing hitting and tackling people you don't know, and there's no refs, it's all over. And you, you know, you had a little <laughs> bit of the whole <laughs> black kids versus white kids. It just didn't know each other. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna work out well. Especially, <laughs> you, yeah, we're like 18, 19 years old. I mean, this oh, is yeah, testosterone we city. Rage. Oh, it, uh, and this yeah. shit was off the. Okay, wait. You have to. You might have to put like a little context here because I do think it's kind of interesting. We were in high school. We had just graduated. You wanted to start a league. I think it was you. And then all of a sudden, there were flyers put up all around different <laughs> towns. Yeah. And then just people showed up, and it was like, it was like being at a bare knuckle boxing league. Uh, like. <laughs> originally with your friends and then all of a sudden with a bunch of out-of-towners it went fuck it went like it accelerated so fucking fast i was glad i got injured in the first round because i think i would have died elsewhere yeah yeah is that right i mean it's just like i remember like the irish dude showing up and i remember yeah. going like what the fuck is and i was like in the cast i think if i recall i had the cast and i was had the crutches and i was just watching from the sideline <laughs> like, yes nightmare it's terrible <laughs> fucking meanwhile i sent my brother out there and he's out there just fucking <laughs> tackling the fuck out of everyone it was yeah fight club for pussies the fact that you were able to like start something like that so organically and it was like it was huge i mean how, how do you and this is way before this is all before social media. Like you're literally setting up flyers and all of a sudden there's a there's a team ready to play. Like you're like, yeah. I don't even know any of these people. But it was, all right, here we go. Yep, we're going eight on eight. Sidelines to fucking hash marks. That's they, right. <laughs> fucking Roth Rothfitz, the quarterback was all fucking hug it. <laughs> 
Chug it football all night. Uh, funny thing about that now, looking back, is I was supposed to be going to class at Henry Ford Community College because I was living with my dad, and he paid for the first semester too, the whole thing. And he signed me up with the car and all this stuff. It was very nice. My dad went all out, but I never went to class. But I put, I wasn't lazy though because I put all the time into that HFL, making those flyers, putting them up at Henry Ford. That's that was the key point. Is I put those flyers all over Henry Ford Community College, and it turns out a lot of people from all around the area, Redford, Dearborn, et cetera, they are all going there, so they probably all saw it that way, and that was the the kind of breakout point for all that stuff. But I, I wasn't lazy. I just uh, just wanted this to do what I wanted to, to do, like, I guess. This close to being, like, the five points, uh, the five points football league. Just, <laughs> just completely ethno, five like, just points. ethnically, you know, drawn, you know, from one group to the other. What's that scene in the beginning of Gangs of New York? What's his, the, the the dead rabbits and the what's the what's Daniel Day Lewis's group called? Like the oh. music coming in, like burp, something burp, for the Americans burp. or the yeah. Americans or something. That's how burp. that game felt. Was, the sound. The sound. He's gonna die out music. here. Like what's happening? Someone's Maybe gonna die. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. There it is. <laughs> It was, it was absolutely, it was fucking tackle football with full adults who had no pads on. And it was, and, and if you said anything like that, like maybe we should change to flag football, they'd be like, you mean fag football? Get the yep, fuck out of here. That's exactly what, yep. That is a 100% accurate quote from 1999. Absolutely. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Yeah, everybody was who they thought they were, I think. Either way, that was a good flashback. Thanks, Sean. Actually, uh, Steve. Not, not everyone fun. was who I thought they were. Uh, one time <laughs> I went to uh, go tackle Joe Corneo. Uh, oh, here it know, is. Just, just squared him up good. <laughs> and uh, he started high-stepping, and he put a knee in my jaw and fucking trucked me. So, like, shout out to Joe. Good good job, man. That was awesome. Damn! I, know I, didn't, so. I didn't think I'd ever get trucked by Joe Corneo, but it, it totally happened. Oh, Legend of the like, Hammies, man. When he had that ball, when he had that ball, he fucking he was good, man. He would roll his shoulders in. He was slippery. He was like a he was like a <laughs> lubricated pig. Joe's fundamental in literally every aspect of life. It's not just football, baseball, uh, taxes, uh, raising a child. He knows the fundamentals of every single thing possible. So it's true. He's, he's he a John Stockton type. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, uh, we got that, shot that was the hairy guy, legs so. that trucked me in the face. Booyah! In short yeah. shorts. I think he trucked me before too with his knees. I think I tried to catch him and I think he slid and it was just bam, bam, bam. <laughs> God, we suck. Oh, man. Sean would have taken him down. He's low. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. There you go. Uh, so we have some emails. Sean, I'm going to leave this up to you because you're our special guest. Would you like to join in and be on the other side and respond to a couple of emails or you want to skip the emails? Because it's your show. It's your special day here. Oh, no, no. I I, I enjoy the emails. Uh, I'm curious if they got another Mr. Pink in there or, or what's going on there. So, yeah, let, let it rip. Don't don't change nothing because of me. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we do. We have emails going back to mid-November and. Uh, as Sean reminded us at the beginning of the show, Steve, before you joined us, we haven't done a show since November 9th, which oh, that's I took 90, 95% of the blame. I did. already did that. So we, we already did that. Um, 
But we got one. F- this is from November 16th from Finger. And uh, mm. Finger says the following. Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. And I'm pissed as fuck at my dickhead cousin. We were over at Nana's house. That's my mom's cousin's stepsister's mother-in-law's place. And everyone was there to watch this kick-ass Hawaii NCIS TV show. Oh, boy. I was feeling really cool from watching the TV program, so I decided to write you guys an email at the kitchen table. I had to pee, and I guess I made the huge mistake of leaving my browser open, and that fuck, my cousin, totally changed my good email into some weirdo trash. God damn it, that fucker thought he was so cool, but he wasn't cool, not in my opinion. He sent that fucked up email, and I was so pissed. I kicked my cousin in the balls fucking hard as fuck, because fuck that guy. So I guess, uh, Finger is now uh, relinquishing any responsibility for previous emails he's written, or at least the last one. So, uh, seems kind of like a cop-out. I would expect a little bit more from you, Finger. I was so mad. Fuck Star Wars. My cousin knows I hate Star Wars, and so whilst whilst I was on my bathroom break, I guess he crafted a bizarrely meta-narrative seemingly with the sole purpose of testing the bounds of what you guys would discuss and then listed a bunch of dumbass movies that started out as actual horror movies but quickly became like 15 Corey Feldman movies and somehow ended with Night Court or some such nonsense. I told you my cousin was a jerk. NCIS versus Star Wars. Discuss. All right, Sean. Go. (laughs) Uh... I guess I don't have enough, enough background knowledge on my NCIS uh, <laughs> debate. Um, That's putting it mildly. I'll, I'll punt. Uh, I'll punt away here, finger. I, I, I think uh, it's a tough, tough question. I'm sure there's a lot of NCIS fans out there, so I'm going to let. How, how's your uh, expertise in word salad? Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word salad. Mm. Can you toss it? Can you toss a good word salad? Of course you can. I can put the first uh... Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie Daisy. All right. Well, let's try another one. This one is from Mr. Pink, as requested, Sean. This was from Tuesday, November 28th. Good day. Is it safe talk show team? I've enjoyed the recent shows as always, and I apologize for slacking on emails. Never apologize for that, Mr. Pink. I mean, who are we to say at all? I'm not, I have no footing to stand. Thanks for listening, Mr. Pink. Thank you very much. Sounds like the torrid tales of Finger have helped fill the void and provide lots of laughs <laughs> or be or bewilderment. Uh, I, yeah, that's fair. I've been trying to stay on top of current events. I like listening to Mike's experience in Israel and Luke's recollection of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict growing up. Sounds like we're on this. We're of the same age as I too recall blind support for Israel. I was too young and naive to question it back then, and now I don't know how much I care about it from a state standpoint. I just know the loss of life is too much and the physical destruction is incredibly sad. Peace and cohabitation in that region seem impossible going forward. Not a single person in my personal circle has even mentioned what's going on there. I haven't figured out what that means. It may mean nothing at all. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, I didn't want to bring up Israel, but the difference between what's on TV in my news feed and my real life is pretty stark. Hope you guys survive Turkey Day. We're wrapping up 2023. Do you guys do New Year's resolutions or a previous year's post-mortem reflection? Maybe this is a topic for future episodes, but I have been reviewing my 2023. Lots of laughs, a few stumbles, and as always, important lessons learned. Maybe 2024 will be my year. (laughs) I'm laughing at that because that's just classic. (laughs) I don't know if this is cool or not, but I'd like to suggest... Wilma's Rainbow by Helmet as the closing song. Ooh, we've, oh, this is our very first request for somebody to 
outside of the show to pick a closing song selection. We'll absolutely do that, Mr. Pink. Disregard I'm 100% if it's percent okay with that. Yeah, yeah disregard if that's Sean a douchey thing to do. Uh, that's true. Sean's a special guest. We'll do it right? next time. It's the yeah, worst Sean timing ever. He's right. Also, oh, that's a Mr. Pink, you will get it next time. Request for Woman's Rainbow. See you on the flip side, Mr. Pink. So, there it is. Uh, anybody, Sean, I mean, Luke, you guys, New Year's resolutions, 2023 reflections, who cares? There, there's a lot to unpack in all those questions there. I think I heard <laughs> your stance on, you know, the Palestinian-Israel conflict, your stance on post-mortem uh, 2023 or New Year's resolutions, and then uh, song requests. I, I don't know where to begin. Um, I'll start with New Year's resolutions. That stuff's probably a little bit simpler. Um, <laughs> Let me start with the New Year's resolution part. Yeah, um, I'm gonna st- we're going to hit Palestine really later. On, uh, but- yeah. You know, the whole Israel-Palestine. Can't do it. That's that one. Yep. Uh, a new resolution. Uh, my wife's having a baby in February, so I'll probably just make sure that congrats that that baby makes it through 2024. Yeah, there you go. Don't you ever fart on my tits again. That's what she said yeah, right I'll, after I'll that. Too. resolution too. I think for all of us. Congratulations. Standing. <laughs> congrats. Uh. So okay. Well. Okay. What was the first? You sound like Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon 2. Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know. What was the first? Sorry, it it came right in my mind. Question is uh, Israel Palestine. Yep. Thank you, Pink. Uh, Israel Palestine. Um, Well, I'm not picking a winner, but I'll pick. What about uh, Ace Ventura? uh, My team. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay, okay. I'll I'll pick my team. I can't read that, you fool. You know it. Yeah, so I think he's he's referring to like the last the the last episode we had where I was like, honestly, I I don't understand. I I truly did not understand growing up how anybody had some like how like people in America that were non-Jewish, you know, Midwest nice people that just were fucking really into Israel. It made no sense to me because uh I guess I shouldn't have. And you know, I mean <laughs> obviously you know we're looking at a fucking genocide we're looking at ethno cleansing we're looking at uh an open air oh. concentration camp i mean it is absolute goddamn nightmare it has been a, just had a, a great drop punishing... idea when you said that by the way so. okay do you, do you want to put it in right now well i can't do it because it'll be way too loud here and my mom will get pissed probably yeah i'm 43 years <laughs> okay, old she's jewish. Jewish. Uh, so jewish i was thinking uh, zach de la rocha genocide yeah it'll do it a lot yeah. better yeah that's that's it i mean i i just think um you know we're we have too many i guess we all kind of grow up a little bit too uh a little bit too afraid to say exactly what we think when something is common sense makes uh and is ethically fucking clear morally clear and uh that's also ties back to like why like punk rock and all that shit and like we've talked about that before many many times and you know this is just, it's just so obvious it's fucking painful it's uh it's absolute fucking torture and it's disgusting to see you know 20,000 bombs dropped over the course of what 65 days uh it's like 30 or 32 bombs a minute or something that has been dropped that have been dropped on fucking Gaza a place that is as big as Rhode Island 
I mean, it's fucking. It's a fucking nightmare. An absolute nightmare. So, I don't. I don't even know if I'm. I'm not a, answering any question. I'm just like kind of. It's a continuation of what we were talking about last time, which was six weeks ago, and it's the same goddamn statement now. It's not going to end. That is yeah. the thing. This can go on for, dude. This could go on for like four hundred weeks from now. If if Israel does not stop dropping bombs, it's going to be the same fucking comment. Mm-hmm. God damn. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, they they say right here, according to Al not even Zero, just dropping bombs anymore. Yeah, they are they uh, literally uh, flooding flooding tunnels with seawater. Salting the fucking earth, causing sewage to rise up, uh, killing any chance of like uh, usable groundwater in Gaza, so that the Israelis will be able to control the water supply. So uh, essentially, like you know, they have the power over life and death in that region. It's fucking nuts. They've had it for decades. The, these are some of the infrastructure stats they have. Yeah, but this is a new level. What are they? Some of the numbers here. They Brown, they, shot in the uh, face, whatever. Sucks. In Palestine, 20,000 people have been killed. At least 8,000 are, ki- are children. More 300,000 300, yeah. uh, residential units have been destroyed or damaged. 352 educational facilities damaged. This is all according to Al Jazeera. But uh, yeah, I think what you're saying, look at They're one of the only uh, news organizations that has reporters there, and some of them have been fucking targeted and killed by the IDF. Yep. Yeah, they're. It's fucking well, unbelievable, man. It's... Mr. Pink, by the way, followed up his email uh, eight days ago with, I missed the show. I hope you guys are okay. <laughs> That's the email. We're here, Mr. Pink. We're back. It's okay now. But we're not okay. Here it comes. Here yeah. we go. Nobody could replicate that. I, would, I could try a million times. I could never replicate the way he does that. So no, you cannot. Fucking emotional. He's insane. <laughs> oh, it's so good, and it's so sad all at once. Um, buddy, I got. I'm gonna ride or die here a little bit for the news resolutions. I'm a sucker for them. I'm always trying to get better as a person. And the Gregorian calendar comes to a close every year, and it's still the same world. Nothing's changed except the number on a calendar. And suddenly, I think everything's going to change. And it's usually a failure. I'd say 88% failure rate. Career. There you go. How about this one from Dave Horning? This one is... Ah, this one is... Uh, is it too late for us? I mean, as a species, is the title. What do you think, Sean? You want to take a chance? You want to skip it? It's... Uh, I mean... I'll, is that the email? Is, it, is there more? Is there There's more a whole Jordan? email here. There's a fully oh, okay. fleshed out <laughs> email more here. Information? That was just a question. I mean, I'd say, well, no. I mean, yeah, our, our, our clock's ticking for sure. But go ahead. You can continue with the email there. I'm curious what the rest of it says. <laughs> you know, I was also thinking uh, Jimmy Carter, still alive technically. He lost his wife recently. Um, real quick, Luke, 30 seconds less. What's that? Technically, it was funny. Does that, did I say technically? <laughs> no, that's stupid. You did. It was, it was it's great. a fact. There's, there's no technical. It, but 
technically. <laughs> Heart's still beating. And they're with a double. Um, Luke, 30 <laughs> seconds or less. Jimmy Carter, was he a terrible president? Does he get a shit deal? I just, I've never heard you talk about Jimmy Carter for the record. I just want to get it out no, of the record I think, right now. No, I, yeah, no, I think uh, that's a good, it's a good question. I think he was uh, probably pretty shitty. Um, he did, he did basically uh, take the country in towards uh, neoliberalism and, and definitely, you know, made all of the problems that the federal government probably could have stepped in to fix uh, their oh. problems, turned everything into like an individual problem. Told everybody to fucking tighten their belts, uh, eat bologna, and uh, maybe bologna wasn't his comment, but uh, it was his. Uh, it was his entire. It was, I think, the last branch that he had, um, even politically speaking, uh, maybe electorally speaking, to grab onto, which was like, you know what? Let's blame all the poor people and let's just like go from there. Um, he started, you know, he started the entire. Uh, fucking downslide of the the unions it, you know went dovetailed perfectly into reagan's administration when they uh, immediately fired like all of the air traffic controllers like the carter was not a proponent of uh labor it was not a proponent of the working class he was a proponent of being a goddamn flak man for the for the uh, institutions of the government and he did his best to sell that lie to everybody uh you know that was voting for him that was how he did and then he fucking lost because he is a goddamn loser okay well there, there was a little bit of a knockover surprise in there a little <laughs> bit of an surprise maybe yeah. a run yeah maybe Look. maybe if uh, reagan hadn't had deals with the contras to uh like, yeah. Oh, Ollie North, Oliver North, and maybe even some of her South. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best part about that is people just think like, oh, the Iran-Contra affair Oliver scandal North. came about in 1986, But these people existed and were already in cahoots years before that. That's a really good point, Steve. Well, it started in the 70s. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's people just kind of skip that part like, oh, the end when it got revealed to the nation. So, yeah, this was just covered on uh, the the Hell of Presidents uh, oh, was companion it? podcast to Chapo. Chapo, I need a uh, Chapo like uh, sounder whenever we bring up Chapo. We need. I can't believe all these years of the show I don't have one. Damn it! They do have a cool intro song. You should use that. Well, Rook, I wanted the to fucking Jimmy Payne remix. Wow! I want to give Jimmy Carter the floor real quick on this. Just in his own words, real quick, just humor me here, guys, for one minute. Just one minute. Americans don't want to know, and um, many Israelis don't want to know what um, is going on inside Palestine. It's a, it's a terrible human rights persecution that is far transcends what any outsider would imagine. And... There are powerful political forces in America that prevents any objective analysis of the problem in the Holy Land. Uh, I think it's accurate to say that, that not, not a single member of Congress with, which I, with whom I'm familiar would possibly speak out and um, call for Israel to withdraw to their legal boundaries or to um, publicize the plight of the Palestinians. And that is... Um, added on to by the uh, very effective work 
of the American Israeli uh, group called APAC, which is uh, performing its completely legitimate task of convincing Americans to support the policies of the Israeli government. And uh, APAC is not dedicated to peace. They're, they're dedicated to uh, inducing the maximum support in America, in the White House, in the Congress, and in the public media. There you go. Just a little bit of Jimmy Carter's own words. That was with Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman some years ago. Anyways, I you started sound so much like uh, William Shelby Faulkner Foot? in that clip. Oh, William Faulkner. I started thinking about Shelby Foot in my mind during that clip, and I started Shelby laughing Foot. in my mind. So He well, not, definitely you know. isn't a verbatim of Foot at all, but I just got Foot in my mind because I see your face. And every time I see Steve, it's not far off for me to think of Shelby Foot at any given moment. <laughs> well, the beard not. is green. No, just you are just so synonymous with Shelby Foot to me because you've done so many great Shelby Foot jokes. I love it; it's so funny. Well, let me give you some Faulkner then. So I okay. said you, but he's like uh, when he said when he asked to explain Yaknapatafa uh, County, he's, he goes like, "It's simple. Y O K N A P A T A W P H A." Yaknal Patalfa. It's Chickasaw engine word meaning water runs slow over fat land. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's because it's like some sort of wax cylinder recording that robs him of any depth to his voice, but it, it just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the Carter clip we just listened to. It's so fucking funny. Dude, that is amazingly deep. That's incredible. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. Well, okay. <laughs> that's fucking great, man. That was that was funny. I like to laugh, and that's what the Easy Safe Talk Show is all about. You know, we learn a few things. We have a few laughs. Uh, Sean, have you ever heard my, William Faulkner speak? I've never heard William Faulkner speak. No, so. actually, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard him speak, so I'll have to use this uh, this link here. Thank you. One to man. <laughs> all right, so. We got, uh, uh, one to man. Uh, <laughs> Although I do want, I do want to say real quick, since the question started off about Israel Palestine, I was watching CBS this morning, and uh, one of the one of the one of the dumb. Say, dumb boy, dumb you cover. I say you cover about as much as a flapper skirt in a high wind. <laughs> one of the one of the dum dums in that show is it was his birthday today, and he goes, "Well, they were like, what's your wish? What's your wish, Vlad?" And he was like, "Well, my my wish is that." You know, 2024 is a better year for everybody, for Israelis, for Palestinians. And I was like, what the, what did I just watch? That was on live television. This fucking guy wants a better world for everybody. Uh, like a, like a fucking pageant, like a, like a beauty queen in a pageant. Like, mm -hmm. I wish for world peace. It just felt so goddamn stupid, and <laughs> and then they all just uh, they all just went on to another subject. Like, oh, that's a great wish. All right, let's move on. Happy <laughs> birthday, buddy! Happy birthday. So this is related to like year end wishes and uh, yeah, yeah, year's yeah. resolutions. Just, okay. This was his. This was his old like yeah. This was his fucking year. I mean, has meet the press oh. or whatever ever been any different? 
Every once in a while, you get like a a real operator, like fucking Dick Cheney on there talking real shit. (laughs) Most of the time, it's pure bullshit. But sometimes you get a Rumsfeld that's like, yeah, this is like, yeah, we want to uh, murder brown people. Yeah. Oh, this is the objective. Speaking of meet the press, then. Unknowns. I got a brand new drop. Unknowns. I got a brand new drop to debut because this is perfect. Meet the press, politics. Here we go. And this is probably the most important election year in our times. I'm telling you. And if you don't know who to vote for, I promise you, a vote for me is a vote for you. Just shut up and vote, baby. stupid that's real that's arthur ben hollow really did that commercial and i'm curious though because we keep hearing every election cycle this is the most important election of our lifetime that one was from fucking 2008 15 years ago it's always the same thing this is now the most important election of our lifetime baby yeah so again go listen to the hell of presidents and it'll show you like what a bullshit office it is and uh how there's not really any real correlation between president and how the country's doing no shit yeah, yeah. anybody yeah. who thinks that god damn it fucking that's one of my biggest pet peeves with politics i guess is like that idiots the- idiots putting stickers on like uh fucking gas pumps to say like biden did this and then like yes. pointing to the gas yeah or it's even over blaming Trump. Like Trump did a lot of dumb shit, but not every president is responsible for the state of the country in every he, sector. He had no of fucking it. cabinet. Like he he didn't he wasn't in he politics before, so anarchy. he didn't have like a coterie of people with him, like uh, to to dictate policy. He's already like started distancing distancing himself from the uh, the the fucking Supreme Court. Uh, I mean, ALEC or whatever. No, the, the think tank that uh, picks all the justices. Uh, it's not ALEC. It's oh, um, federal, uh, or what are they called? Taco Bell. Well, this is probably play. the most important election year in our time. Anyway. Yeah. Just. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't have been a lot to me. So Dave had that email, and uh, I got to tell you. Is it too late for us? I mean, as a species or how I learned to stop worrying and love the black snow. My baby recently accidentally taught us how to make the lock screen of our phones rotate through images, which is pretty neat. I set mine up to rotate through images of my family and beautiful landscapes. It pulls out of my photo library. Those of you who know me, not everyone knows you on this show, Dave, but those of you who do know him probably know that he's gotten into photography a lot more over the past several years, justifying buying gear to document our first child, with a good camera. Well, it turns out I've ended up taking a ton of pictures of wildfires and the algorithm that decides what to show on my lock screen decides to show these wildfires quite frequently. It's out of our times. Anyhow, this is a long-winded way for me to get around to trying to get Steve to pay more attention to Aesop Rock again. God he damn the- it! Oh, no! <laughs> he is the most interesting thing going on in hip-hop these days, in my humble opinion. Dude's lyrics ooze intellect, and man, his last two self-produced albums constantly pop up in my head due to the great musical accompaniment and hooks that live rent-free in my head. His recent works are pinnacle shit. How about that, Steve? Okay. Ooh. Hold on. I, I got to say something real quick because whatever Steve says, it's going to sound like I'm I'm simping off of it and and following. Oh, wow. Uh, nice job drip, bringing simp in there. You're, that's sus, uh, dude. That's yeah, you're simping nice, and sussing. Nice, sus, yeah, nice sus comment. Yeah, whatever. Um, Fucking cuck. 
was talking to uh, <laughs> we had some I was, great cock comedy I, at Corey's a few months ago. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> cock comedy. Everybody's cucking everybody. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, I was I was talking to Dave on the side, and I was really uh, trying to appreciate ASAP Rock. And like honestly, I do appreciate it. Do appreciate him to agree. But five million years ago, a friend of mine made a tool from a stone and defended his tribe. Is it, is it ASAP Rock or ASAP Rock? Just because I say archaeology, but I say archaea when I'm talking about like uh, single-celled organisms that don't have cell nuclei. I don't know anything about that. I'm just a moron. Um, it's it's elevated word salad to the point where it's actually it sounds really brilliant, but I don't think he says anything. Well, this song's called Mindful problem. Solutionism. Ooh, Mindful Solutionism. Oh, one of the worst. Yeah, Mindful Solutionism is a really good term that means nothing, right? <laughs> Sean, do you know what Mindful Solutionism is? Uh, I know, but I'm, I'm assuming ASAP Rock will tell me all about it here in this I listen to those lyrics. He's clearly smart. Oh, who cares? Fuck this guy. Uh, I don't know anything about him, so no, I'm just going to take my friend's I, I, words I, I for it. Sean, I, Sean, do you practice mindfulness? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, actually, I try to. Give try us to. examples <laughs> of mindfulness in your daily life. I feel like this is a non-serious question up. with a serious response. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, no. Uh, mindfulness trying to when i'm spiraling i call it you know when i uh the sean spiral when i just start drill bitting into the ground because something pisses me off i keep going so the mindfulness piece is probably trying to presume the positive in a moment in my, my life i have to make some really shitty phone calls from time to time so i'm always assuming i'm gonna get lots of pushback so just trying to presume positive and that usually gets me out of that headspace that would be my mindfulness i don't know who you are you're about to get chlamydia i don't know how chlamydia works into that but no you sometimes he has to make that phone call like i don't know who you are but about to oh okay you. i get it now that's a tough phone call mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god all right so anyways dave's you know likes i don't give a fuck i don't really know much about it Mr. Rock. So uh, he says this all culminates with the closing song, Black Snow, off A's. Recent <laughs> oh, he's got a nick. Is that what people call him? A's? A's, yeah. Recently, is that what you were referring to, Steve? Because I'd uh, never heard that one. Before. No, because like I said, I honestly don't know if it's ASAP or ESAP. Oh, I know cool. I know ASAP Rock, Rocky is uh, like yeah. as, as soon as possible with a dollar sign. That's I like easy. him. He's fun. He's unsure if uh, if he has sex with someone for a third time, he has to mar he marries them. Usually, that was a song he sung a few years ago. Yeah, you know, only one time. It's cool. Like he's fucking her. Second time he likes her. Third time he marries her. That's boy. I'd like to think I get about a hundred, two hundred fifty fucks before I marry somebody. But that's just me. Well, you're not channeling your inner Nick Cannon <laughs> or my inner Tyreek Hill. Day. <laughs> Uh, all right, so what's it running back for the Bills? Oh, the legend, the <laughs> ultimate legend, Travis Henry. There he is. Hall, well, him and uh, Antonio Cromartie are in the Hall of Fame. Those two guys are absolutely fuck the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, founding members of the uh, the too Bates many dicks. Daddy society. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, there's just sometimes there's too many dongs out there. Too many dicks on the dance floor. Too many dicks on the dance floor. Too many dicks. Too many dicks on the dance floor. Too many dicks. There it is. All right. So, uh, skipping ahead, Mike. If you're unfamiliar with Aesop, you'd love him. I think. Lots of references to things I know you to reference as well. Mr. Belding? What? There's Belding references? Oh, shit. Okay, I'm, I'm into this now. Hit me up if you aim to jump in. Luke and I have chatted about this recently. I know what I'm doing here can be annoying, gushing about someone I love and trying to convince someone who hasn't been the receptive or that receptive, but God damn it, I can't understand why Steve hasn't been hooked by A's latest stuff. The pieces of fandom all seem to fit. Sometimes when I use cheers... I get a chuckle out of confusing people by mixing it with a y'all as well. So, cheers, y'all. Dave. Yeah, again, I got to say real quick, it it, cheers, is, it feels like a very like low blow for me to to actually say something on the pod that <laughs> I didn't actually <laughs> so I didn't actually say to Dave like directly via via text, but like yeah you know what uh i think i think the vibe is great i think the the artist is great i just i was like man i keep trying to like read something into the words and i think word salad it's just a little much and maybe it's over my head and i might have to admit that but i just i don't see it i don't see it i'm actually more into like the coup Hmm. which you know it's like we the show with the uh, beat poetry set to a beat that you don't want to dance to. Like, what's good here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say it is you do here? Uh, I'll tell you this, though. You know, it's December 21st. The year ends in 10 days and the Gregorian calendar. will start anew for 2024. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think the show is going to be better than ever. And if I didn't think that, then I probably wouldn't do the show. And it doesn't mean it has to be a New Year's resolution. I'm just, uh, I'm hyped. I'm psyched. I'm uh, looking forward to a new day and I'm free of my shit job. And now I, oh, it's, Luke, you asked me a question at the beginning of the show. I didn't get to answer. Um, like how that happened. It wasn't really complicated. I. This is a big moment, yeah. actually. Actually, we should all, <clears throat> Steve, Luke, you guys have known me for 30, almost 30 years. Sean, you've known me close to that. Basically um, the same. <laughs> for the first time in my life. At 43 years old, I, Michael Jason Govier, submitted and completed a fully functioning and boss-approved two weeks' notice. I did it. Finally did it. <laughs> I figured that was, that was what was happening, but... Uh... Being the man of, uh, like, you could do, like, a, a thousand and one nights with a genie, like, you about jobs that you've had. <laughs> you just tell stories, keep yourself alive. Like, oh, if I tell you one more story, sir, tomorrow night, <laughs> when I live again, only if the story's good. Well, this one time at Bannigan's. <laughs> Shit. Wait a minute. There's no way That's this can be better than the last one. I, I, don't, I don't think I actually worked at a Bennigan's. Of a, did I? How is Bennigan's better than Denny's? All right, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I honestly did it. Uh, I gave my notice on November 28th, and my last day was December 15th. And uh, they, they said I was welcome back anytime. Wow. I know. Fucking really your, wait, hold on. Let me give that a full-on uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. What's that, what's that resume look like when they say, what's your job history? Like, where do you draw? Oh, come on, dude. Dude, you, you go, just, it's just a, you hit like 22 <laughs> jobs and you go, that's probably it. I don't think they need Wow, dude. You're like, is it just, you just go your last. Three. I mean, he probably set a world record for like how much gold bond he sprinkled on his taint when he was working in that <laughs> hot ass kitchen in TGI Fridays. <laughs> Actually, the worst uh, nightmare between the cheeks I ever had was that <laughs> Okamus Big Boy in 2001 when I. I shaved my entire area, balls, dick, everything. I was bare to the bones, and then I didn't wear underwear, and then I walked to work from the Knob Hill apartment to that big boy, which no. is like, yes, the stupidest. That's how dumb I was. I mean, that that actually should be like the case example number one for how stupid I was when I was 20, 21 years old. So dumb. The itching was unbearable. Oh, so bad. So stupid. No undies, free balling, no hair. Oh, and what happened when the, uh, the the short hair started to grow back? Oh, yeah, that sucks, too. You're right. It starts prickling and itching. I did wear underwear again. I don't know why I didn't wear undies. I I think it was so uh, dirty, and I didn't have clean laundry that I I guess that was the choice I made. I oh, you had dungy undies? <laughs> yeah, definitely had dungies undies. Ted Bundy and Dungey's Undies. Uh, so, we got a big ass. So, yeah, I did it. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, yippee. So, now I don't. Sean, did you have a follow-up or a question? I felt like you got drowned out there. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> you don't have no, I don't to. Even know where I'm, I don't even know where I'm going right now. I don't even, oh, you said the resume I thing. I the, uh, Every resume is one page. Like, I, I couldn't. Yeah, uh, so, that's. Like, it's do just. You do? Do, you, do you do, like, a buffet or do you do, your, like, your all-stars? Like, you got, like, your. <laughs> Pick your best ones. Like which one's the one today? Buffet. Yeah, like, I, under, one, I like the all star resume. Look like <laughs> the, the potpourri. Yeah. No, I just put it's chronological because now I mean, it doesn't look as terrible in recent years as it did when I was sixteen to eighteen. So yeah, I it's like it never happened, and only people who know it are the people that like you guys who know me. If you guys didn't exist, and most people would not know that. So. I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Doesn't anybody ever call your references? Like this guy <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. The references are, again. A, so it's me, Steve. Yeah, uh, it's Laskowski. <laughs> I can always <laughs> lean on Laskowski. Laskowski is a very well-respected man, and he'll always yes. answer the phone. So yes. thank you, Steve. Man. He's a good man. Yes. And, and uh, Govier was also in the Dallas Buyers Club uh, when he was uh, selling encyclopedias <laughs> in Texas or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that was my side gig. <laughs> oh shit so we got oh okay i'll do one more email here just because i it's mr one more sid. time one more time sid we haven't got one from sid and i want sid really put some effort into this sid sid is a good man here we go Sid is a good man i could i could vouch for sid or woman uh, I don't know. not we trying don't to blow know. up sid's spot but you know sid is a. Uh, Sid donated money to people when he didn't have to and stuff. He's just a really good guy. Sid, don't worry. I'm not yeah, going to embarrass he's a good you. Man. Uh, this one says, am I funding people who support alt-right shit via fantasy sports? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there you go. There's your All answer. Right, asked and answered. Yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. 
Uh, you guys are the ones that do the most fantasy sports. I mean, no, but come on, right? We all play fantasy sports here, so it's not like a foreign concept to us. Yeah, but you know more about it. I mean, I don't know enough about it, but I assume it's like my every- automatic assumption is yes, of course. Well, the tentacles money. are on everything. So, say fantasy sports. Say, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Pinterest. Just say gambling. I, yeah, exactly. Gambling. Well, whatever. All those so, places like, are uh, founded Jack, in Malta, Jack. which is a fucking corrupt ass oh, island Malta. country. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. Ooh, Say no Maltese more. women. I got a little uh, behind the curtain on that last year when because this guy was working for one of these gambling companies. Not it was called Pinnacle, I think, and uh, he's he was trying to get me a job with them, and I was like, okay, yeah, it'd be cool. And I got to go to Malta. He's like, yeah, you got to go to Malta, and you got to talk to these people. I'm like. Why do I got to go to Malta? Which is random because my wife, Leanne, she's Maltese. She has Maltese citizenship. So it was like, oh, maybe this is like fortuitous. It's meant to be or something like that. But it wasn't. I didn't get the gig. And then I learned a lot about the uh, deep background of all these you know, Russian gangsters and all kinds of gangsters from all over the world who are incorporating in Malta. And it's the place to be. So. Oh, it's the uh, Delaware of the sea. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Is it uh, so? Is that like FanDuel and like all the shit that we see advertised, like DraftKings? Yeah, yeah, they're I think, all yeah. in Malta. D King for sure. I think that's confirmed. Yeah, so, what a surprise! But yeah, so Sid, that's a simple so answer. Yes. So when you're betting, you're still doing offshore betting. It's just not in the Caymans anymore. You've <laughs> upgraded to Malta. Let me let me upgrade. Upgrade. They keep finding two D's for a double dose of that pimping. That's right. Zing. Uh, so I like fantasy sports. I discovered NFC a few years ago, created in the Midwest, mostly Wisconsin and Minnesota. I've come to find out through Twitter that one of the main people of this service is touting alt-right shit on Twitter. Oh, shock. Uh, specifically, a crowdfunded documentary about the fall of Minneapolis post-George Floyd shit that is probably just showing people looting. Is it's hosted like- up. Is this Barstool Sports? Oh, no. I, this, Portnoy. This is um, <laughs> NF. So NFBC is this high stakes. The website looks kind of dated from the past, but they host a lot of high stakes fantasy sports. So I think for football, baseball, for sure. I know I you've been those. in the main event. You pay $1,700 to. Uh, to lose. Yes. So. Yeah. To get your ass handed to you. Oh, the first year I actually won my money back. That was. Uh, see, that was the false. It fooled me. I was like, oh, this shit's easy. My first year, I got my money back. That's not. But I, I was just wondering if they, they uh, if there's any sort of uh, cross pollination there between like a Barstool Sports and a, uh, you know, fantasy thing or a FanDuel or a DraftKings. Like someone's got to have their fingers in all these pies, right? Hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pies. Uh, I've come to find out through Twitter. Okay, I said that. Uh, it's hosted on Rumble. Okay, so I've never been on Rumble. Has anybody been on Rumble? No. No. Uh, We don't have the Rumble. 4chan or something? It's a, I think if I had to say. Is it Discord for white nationalists? (laughs) I would have to say, I think Rumble is like a response to people being banned on YouTube. That's my best understanding. Oh, okay. So like Elon Musk's pure vision. (laughs) Bring back Alex Jones. <laughs> we did some Jones drops. Oh, man. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the cult, bro. Uh, all of the target Take my stores. vitamins. Pay me money. 
<laughs> I thought that was hilarious in the last Spider-Man movie where they just J. Jonah Jameson was just a flat out Alex Jones ripoff. I was like, this is a major oh Hollywood God, motion picture. Right. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes, yes. They're not even trying to hide correct. it. Like it's called no. dailybugle.net and he literally yes. hawks vitamins in the movie. Like that's a total <laughs> Alex Jones ripoff. <laughs> I totally didn't a- see it, but that's great. Yeah. What it was I was like, well, this isn't even trying to hide uh, it. Uh useless topical reference. Oh wow. Well. Uh so Sid says all he always seems to retweet racist, xenophobic shit, this guy who works there, even before the Israel-Hamas shit. He also doesn't believe in global warming at all. I've tried to talk to him about it, but via Twitter. Oh, well, it's just a losing cause. That's not surprising. Uh, I hope this kids, I hope his kids rebel from his draconian bullshit. I'm not sure what other serious fantasy people play, so I feel compelled to keep playing NFC, NFBC, but I hate that it's lining this dude's pockets while he's being an actual piece of shit online and probably more so in real life. Well, yeah. Um, I think you have a clear understanding of it. So you know what you're doing here and all of our money goes to nefarious scumbags and uh, events or campaigns probably all the time. Right. It's not, I mean, where, where can you really avoid all that shit and what sector of the United States can you avoid that stuff? Or really the world, I guess. I haven't filed my taxes in three years. You could just not play NFBC. <laughs> and and you actually knew where your dollar went on all the things. Like it would be I I don't even know if you would want to know. Like all the things that you buy. It just, I don't know. Where do you draw the line, right? I mean, that's kind of the question I always have is like where, okay, I'm buying a loaf of bread. Yeah, well, that loaf of bread, they use all those, you know, they use all the <laughs> chemicals in this and it's killing this and it's killing that. You're like, well, I'm just, I just want some fucking bread. I, I don't know where, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Um, so I don't know. How much do you really want to know in this sense? I know we want to know. And I don't want to plead ignorant on that stuff, but in a sense, like, God damn, if we really track down everything, it would be maddening. Jimmy Carter just said it in that in that clip. People don't want to know. So what replace it with Israel I mean, I Palestine with know, something like if it's if it is funding something like that, I wanna know, but do you want to know? I am telling uh, secrets to is- the one guy you don't tell <laughs> secrets to. Do you want to know if your bread is filled with microplastics? Is that fun? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well, you do. I mean, obviously. Go ahead and talk into the microphone, though. The, the, <laughs> <it's> good call. <laughs> Sorry. But, man, like. Uh, Coors. <laughs> I, I guess one, one of my, one of my like, favorite quotes, uh, you know, from the last 20 years or so is just. Um, I don't necessarily need my government to be fucking perfect, but I, I definitely need to be able to trust, uh, trust my government. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it just, I need it to be not corrupt. Like that's basically, it was a Zizek quote, but essentially like, they don't the have sloppiest be, man alive. doesn't have to be fucking perfect, but like literally it needs to not be so fucking corrupt that it's like goddamn impossible to even keep track of literally all of the microplastics are in my fucking body. You know, where are we at in society today? 
it'll never happen that way but uh, that would be the dream is that oh yeah um government is actually looking out for the i don't know maximization of welfare that it can get but uh maybe that's what really uh that's what ai actually should do and that's why ai is going to end up killing us because everyone's going to program it to not do that and then it's going to end up fucking killing everybody. That's where we're. At. I don't think so. Like the, the the EU has plenty of regulations against chemicals that are like fucking commonplace in the United States, and they're like, yeah, we don't have that here because that shit will give you cancer. Yeah. So I there was a thing today about how Sweden was just trying don't to have it. Uh, decriminalize cocaine, but then like the the real bearing the lead there is that. Cocaine's already decriminalized across many European countries already. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's another example of that, Steve. I'm with you. It is possible to do this stuff. They're doing well, They don't have an epidemic because it doesn't fucking profit them to put people into a goddamn prison for it. Yeah. One of the original uh, distributing needles programs was in fucking Scotland. Like uh, the AIDS pandemic yeah. happens and... Uh, people realize like all these fucking obstacles in front of them to like keep people from getting sick. They're like, okay, no one wants to come to anything called the health authority because authority sounds mean. So let's call it something different. Uh, no one wants to walk by a police station to collect needles. So let's move the location somewhere else. Like everything was taken into consideration. And all of this was by like, actual people interacting with the community of drug users to be like, how can we make your drug using experience less AIDSy? <laughs> We're talking about practice. And they did it. And it set the model for a lot of the EU. But here in the United States, we had old Ronnie Riggs. Oh, Riggs. <laughs> AIDS ain't real. Hey. War on yeah, drugs. Thanks a lot, you fuckhead. Oh, and fuck Nancy Reagan, too. You're dwarf. Just say no, you fucking dumb bitch. Twine. Well, she blew half of Hollywood. That's fine. Good. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, that's right. better than her fucking that's drug right. policy. At least she was freaky oh, in the set. This is America, Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah. She'll suck your dick, but not a blunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am not going to suck that cock <laughs> if you're going to light up that marijuana. Just say no, my friend, but say yes to my. BJ lips. Whoop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that the sound a blowjob makes? This whoop. <laughs> I guess I don't. Yeah, that's some reason. That's like uh, her voice. I, I picture Nancy Reagan's mouth makes that noise when a penis goes in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> whoop. Just zero gag reflex. All slide whistle. Oh. This is America, Jack. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Uh, Sid, that was a great email. Sid had a whole point here. He dedicated, I assume Luke, you responded to this because it was dedicated strictly to at Luke. It says, it says, did you see that Luke or no? What, recently? This email that Sid wrote, it was dedicated, this part, the next section says at Luke, like a Twitter thing. So. And just read it. Any further thoughts on Cornell West? At the beginning of things, I was ready to send a primary to Williamson, but now I feel like a primary towards West is basically my only protest vote option. At the end of the day, if it's Biden versus Trump, it's still going to be Biden for me. In Wisconsin, we're purple as shit. I still don't think that's the the right move. Um, I think at this point, 
you literally have to just like uh electoral politics it's kind of a losing battle so vote vote your conscience um vote for what you actually think is right maybe the uh party apparatus actually gets it through their head but i mean we can't actually we can't think that's going to be the case like because i don't think that's ever going to be the case I mean, what they do is they punch the they'll punch left the the Republican Party they'll, they'll be punching right, um, and then they end up with uh, Trump. But uh, we're gonna keep ending up with Biden after Biden after Biden after Biden. It's always gonna be a neoliberal that is literally just sprinkling just enough into the economy to get people to vote for him at the margin he needs for a elect victory based on the goddamn polling that they're doing constantly so they are not they're not literally they don't give a flying fuck about anything in your life and uh i don't know if you can make an argument at this point that what biden is doing is any better than what trump would have been doing i mean trump is chaotic and insane enough and his his entire cabinet like nobody was able to get a lot done which is a really good thing uh the, unfortunately like biden's cabinet can get a lot done and all they're doing is working on goddamn messaging because they know they got fucking nothing to fucking deliver and this is probably the most important election year in our times um, so i i don't know man like uh yeah listen it's purple um i think don't don't vote for fucking Trump if you're not into that. But definitely don't vote for fucking Biden if you're not into Biden either. Like, where where's the goddamn line? I mean, if we're going to talk electoral politics at some point, we need at least a viable third party. China. Um, and and Cornell West is, you know, he's experiencing some of the the hiccups uh, that would you that you'd expect, you know, from going from uh the the people's party to uh green party to being independent but at this point i'm still supporting him to a degree i mean i mean i don't see anyone else i would support electorally i mean why would i vote for fucking biden it's absolutely insane fair enough complete fucking piece of shit and he's done nothing but he's done nothing but like push every working person He's marginalized every fucking working person in this country uh, and turned them into uh, just fodder for the fucking system for the last 50 fucking years. He has been in this. He's been in Congress for so goddamn long. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Before we were born, man. And I'm in my 40s. That's true. Man, live in the 90, man. Uh, all right, let me uh, finish this point about uh, at least we have Two the, girls at the same time. <clears throat> that's what I do, man. At least we have the state Supreme Court back to a liberal majority. So keep an eye out for redrawn maps and a more appropriate turnout from Wisconsin at the federal level. Oh, boy. I'm sure it will be unavoidable Midwestern news in the coming weeks and months. Hopefully we get fair maps. Inshallah. Eternally, fuck Ron Johnson and Paul Ryan, though. Fun story for you. My dad grew up down the street from yeah. Paul Ryan, number one Rage Against the Machine fan in Janesville. <laughs> <clears throat> and everyone made fun of him. 
That's a good one. Yeah, that was, I threw that in there. Actually, that was my edit. Sorry. Uh, and you made that up? Yeah, I admit, that's not real. Well, everything else was. Yeah, he was like, I, I left ways to rage against the machine, bro. Yeah, there, you Google it; it'll come up right away. Uh, and everyone made fun of him, called him Petey Ryan. <laughs> yes, all right, that's great. Maybe that's why he grew up to be a Republican. Who knows? He never won the city of Janesville, where he and I are from. Ooh, but he always won his seat in Congress. So even back then, the maps were fucked. What's your favorite movie you've seen recently? Doesn't have to be a new release. I recently finished Romero's Two Dead trilogies, and I thought they were all pretty good. I hope Mr. Pink emails you again soon. Ceasefire in Gaza and free Palestine. Fuck Peace yeah. and love, Sid. Fuck yeah, Sid. Sid, we love Sid, not only because he speaks the truth, but he also reveals where he's from, and I truly believe it to be the case. So we know him a little bit, genuinely. <laughs> Which I enjoy. I like that we have, you know, weirdo anonymous emailers as well. But yeah, I got I to like, know uh, Joe Lowry a little bit on the 93-94 podcast. Oh, he did he did, go uh, on the show? Yeah. Mike Lowry. Unknown Road. Oh, shit, he did Unknown Road? Yeah. Oh, I got to check no that way. out. Get in there. That's fucking, That's fucking great. Joe is our, our emailer. Joe Lowry has emailed the show many times. Cool. He got on the... Uh, he did Unknown Road? Holy shit. Fuck yeah, that's fucking great. All right. I'll definitely check that out, Joe. I owe you a listen, and I'll give you an email, Joe, next time we do this show. Um, we're coming to a close here. Uh, Sean, I mean... Wait, he, he asked uh, movies. You guys got to oh, yeah. give uh, movies. Yeah, I would love to. Sean, any movies lately you've seen that you would recommend or not recommend? Oh, God. <clears throat> Actually, I, threw, I was uh, telling Luke this. I had uh, I had my vasectomy. So the, the last week I had to sit laid out and watch the movie. So I watched the movie. Wait, you're laid down on a pile of fucking frozen peas. Yeah, uh, I watched Beast with Idris Elba. That's putting it mildly. Uh, not very good, but it reminded me that I wanted to watch the movie Ghost in the Darkness, so then I watched that. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, shit. Douglas and Holy Kilmer shit. and Lions, yeah. dumbest shit ever. Yeah. So uh, Beast, awesome. uh, not, not much to write home about, but it made me want to go back and watch Ghost in the Darkness, which I did. Much, much uh, more. I approve. Ghost of the Darkness, big fan. So after you got that vasectomy, right next to my bottle of dick cream, right? <laughs> this is America, Jack. Uh, did anybody watch that new Netflix movie based on the book with uh, Mahershala Ali and Julia Roberts? I haven't yeah, seen I it did. yet. Absolutely oh, not. Did it suck? Yeah. I'm okay. sure it did. If you want to hear my comments, they're on Cinema 9 that I recorded tonight. Oh, perfect. Great. Uh, I will very much look forward to that then. Thank you. Yeah, um, be a nice shortcut right right into it. <laughs> uh, Luke, you got anything you watched recently you'd like to tell people? Uh, I watched Barbie recently. Oh, I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. I You know, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's the, it's just like the other half of the argument. You know, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think the other half of what argument? Ways. <laughs> yeah, what argument? There, there are plenty. Oh, man, I'm just trying to be, trying to be diplomatic here. I, there are plenty of ways in which I could fucking hate on this movie. Don't get pissed. But, don't get belligerent. <laughs> don't get bitter. Wet beef. Don't be bitter. <laughs> wet beef. Don't be bitter. Okay, wet beef. Don't be bitter. Uh, you know, it's, it's entertaining though. There's, there are, there are some good laughs in it. Actually, some legitimate 
laughs in it. And I think like Gosling is probably the perfect person to play the role that he's playing. He's just got that like investigate three eleven guy face. He's got like a Will Ferrell hot guy face. Yeah. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Beady eyes, totally real hot. tight. You know, eyes real tight in the nose. You know, it's fucking yeah, he's, yeah. He's I mean, fucking hilarious. He's a dream um, machine. Yeah, but I think the movie is. I think it's. I think it's fucking garbage. But, um, but it was uh, it was pleasant enough to watch with the wife. We had a good time. I did have remember an off the uh, beginning of the show. What's that? This is what I'm talking about. I said, remember what I said about the beginning of the show? Usually I'm always interested to see what things are widely accepted or appreciated. Then you wait for Luke's spin. That I'm going to share. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You did say That's that. Like, yeah. But you always do have your reasons behind it. I won't say you don't just, you know, wildly just shoot shit down because you just want to be against I wouldn't it. always say that's the case, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. But uh, <laughs> I always I always got my reasons. It might not. You do. Always of course you do. There's, a, there's always a genesis of rage somewhere. Absolutely. Whether it's right yeah. or wrong or <laughs> better or worse. An internal, this is an internal fucking molten lava that's going on here. Yeah. I would sorry, like Sean. to. Uh, I would like what was to. Sean saying? No, I think I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that was your it. point? That was it. That was yeah. the point. I wanted to uh, jump in and say that uh, I would like to ride for. Uh, well, sort of. I, I watched Shrinking on Apple TV Plus with uh, Jason Siegel and old curmudgeon Harrison Ford, which I love curmudgeon Harrison Ford. Like he's not being like oh, curmudgeon. Yeah, He's not being curmudgeon Han Solo. He's just like, he's just not a given. He's just like, he's just uh, himself at this I'm point. Just, uh, he's he's just growling. Yeah, he's just being himself. He's like, uh, give me he's some like, money and I'll sit here and I'll tell you all the reasons you're wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's I my, want my name family again? back. It should yeah. be called Harrison. Uh, what, what are we doing with these character names? It's the pro- bullshit. Well, the problem is, real quick, I'm not getting away. The problem with the show, though, again, as a therapist, I, I, I guess I'm much more attuned to this now, but it's such a. It's a great idea, but it's so ethically bogus again. Like, it's always going to be that way in a movie or a TV show where therapists are just clearly violating very simple ethical boundaries that would not be done most of the time by 95% of these people. So it's a little disappointing. But if you're willing to let that go, it makes sense a little bit about how it goes and why the show is the way it is. The reason to watch that show is Ted Beginnis. Yes. Ted McGinley. Oh, my God. Yeah. McGinley. McGinley. Yeah. He's back. And he's. And he we talked about married with children uh, earlier in the show. How our buddy played the football with that shirt on from Poke High. Yeah, married with children's oh finest, God, yeah. Ted McGinley. Man, that's perfect fucking circle. Uh, yeah, he goes, uh, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, oh, "Just watching, walking that dog I didn't want." He's just <laughs> rolling off, rolling off into like. He's got a lot of one-liners that are really funny. I will admit that freely. Yes. Uh. But you know, we always close the show with a song. And Wait, Sean, you did, I didn't get a oh. movie in. Oh, I thought you did. You no. saved it for the the show. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I said there. There was. Uh, if you want to hear my take on that movie, listen to the other show. But the the uh, movie I got out and watched in the theater was The Boy and the Heron. Y'all like Hayao Miyazaki? Oh, is yeah. this a uh... Is this Blumhouse? Am I a moron? No, like uh, Miyazaki, Miyazaki, like uh, fucking yeah, no, no, Valley of the Wind, right? Princess Mononoke. Like, uh, didn't he do Spirited Away? Was that him? Spirited Spirit Away. Spirit? Yep. That's what I meant. Wait, what's the? Yeah, I don't know why I said Blumhouse. That's a scary movie place, right? 
Yeah, it's like I was, that's the, exactly what I was thinking of. It's, the, it's like the shitty A twenty four. What's the what's his uh, his house Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Thank you, but that's exactly what or I was Ghibli? thinking of. So. I don't even know. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Yes. But I saw the boy in the heron. It is Miyazaki's apotheosis. It is his hocus pocus magnum opus. It is fucking perfect. <laughs> He's like eighty four years old. This is his capstone. This is his sort of like autobiographical end to his career. It is uh, just breathtaking. Go see it on like the biggest screen you can see it on. It's really good. Thank you, Jesus. And, and also, shout out to uh, Sean for coming up with the Federalist Society which we were trying to fumble for earlier and no one could pull it because it is, you know, of course, like a dumb, lame name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, thought he had, I thought he said it. So I was like, okay. Oh, oh did he? Right. <laughs> something. I knew it was like, it was something. Oh, you fed fumble? Generic. Fed fumblers? Oh, yeah. I typed it in there. Yeah. You got it. Society. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Let's- you got to close it out for us. So it's been a pleasure having you here, man. I'm glad you could uh, come aboard. Uh, I'm sorry you won't be home for Christmas this year, but I know you got big things going on over there. So uh, wish Mm -hmm. you the best, but what's it going to be? What, how, how would you like to close out today's show? Uh, in the top of the episode, I talked about that, uh, that bad religion album that Luke threw in there. And I would say probably my favorite song from that album was, uh, the song only entertainment off of the, uh, Generator. generator album. So generator. the very last one that that would probably be it. And if you don't have that one, you could throw in the you tantric. We have everything. He's got them all. Yeah, he's got everything. <laughs> don't you not throw in tantric? I will fucking kill you. Wait, but what's yeah, this no, tantric I shit? I missed that part. Ever. Are you having fucking sting sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you Eddie K. Thomas in American Pie too? <laughs> It was the day Sean learned about punk rock. I took his CD and threw it out the window. Oh, Yeah, this happened. There's a whole album. Maybe an EP. No, you're right, Steve. It's it's a whole album. Ten songs? Ten wonderful. Maybe I just don't listen to two of them. Nine songs on this wonderful Bad Religion Sings the Christmas Hit. Oh, this is a little drummer boy. Okay, yeah. This little drummer boy. What the fuck are you doing? Because it's just so funny. To this whole album, I know, so insane. I think this is a song we could redo in every language of every country we go to. at an Arby's so I could buy this album that was coming out. And, uh, <laughs> man, that was a fucking mistake. Nine bucks. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring it home and just immediate disappointment. What the fuck is this fucking bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Where am I? 
Oh, we got a lot of laughs out of that one. I will say, <laughs> it was never. Yeah. I never heard it played in a serious manner. I will say that when I was younger. But you know, maybe uh, I need to revisit it, Luke. Maybe it's got a message. How I, funny uh, would that be if it was in like a you know a Greta Gerwig, Neil Bondak, Barbie style movie, and Luke just fucking fa 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 shows up? That would have, honestly, <laughs> be, it's perfect it, it is foreshadowing for like you know a kid whose parents are about to get divorced <laughs> yeah of course i mean i did have a off wax conversation about greta gerwig the other day about how i feel bad that i see her as such a plain jane like she's a great creator but i just feel like why why do you feel bad about seeing her as a plain jane and what because society has molded my mind jane. in a terrible way don't use the term plain jane she's a fucking normal looking person uh, you're just not sexually attracted to her, and for some reason that makes you feel bad. Yeah, because though, I should, because she's getting naked on in uh, Greenberg. She gets naked for everybody, so I I want to feel better about it. I guess that's really you feel I'm trying bad to get to that here. you're not attracted to a person that got <laughs> naked in a movie. With oh, I got whiskey lips. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> I'm get sick. Directed by her husband. Good God, that's a, that's a weird instinct that you got. There. You know, I, I haven't seen Barbie, but it came up like fucking three times today. <laughs> fucking Eric Allen, get this fucking track going. Whiskey lips for everyone. Oh, yeah, get that in here. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god good god in heaven wow i really lost it there <laughs> the innocent talk show presents luke explains bad religion songs each week luke will have a song selected for him at random to help us understand what the hell lead singer of bad religion greg graffin is trying to say <laughs> For over four decades now, Greg Graffin has confused us, baffled us, and mystified us with his politically charged social commentary. Luke doesn't do that pussy, ethereal, ambient, post-rock shit. Luke wants it hard, fast, and raw. And that's what Greg Graffin provides every time he writes a new song. Sure, you'll tell your friends that you love that new song, but you really have no idea what he's saying. So that's why Luke's here to help us understand bad religion. Uh, that is so funny, dude. The best production I ever did on this show. Absolutely. I All right, love so. that you put so much effort into that. <laughs> like two, two shots at it. Oh, man. All right, so we landed on uh, That's oh, Only Entertainment, correct? Correct. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> the angle we have been heading on, never realizing oh, we shit. are on a runaway machine. Angular. I got to tell you. Uh, uh, the show is always fun. I, I don't recall ever having a bad time doing the show ever. So I really hope uh, now that that job's over and I can hope, uh, be in charge of my own schedule now. I'm having it all organized and set up now so I, I can be consistent and we can do shows weekly and we can read your emails more timely and when real shit's going down. So this has been tons of fun. Sean, I hope you had a good time. Hope it was uh, not oh, terrible. Yeah. It was, that was awesome, man. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. That was, uh, Thanks for being here. Fun good to see you, man. Yeah, it was good to see you guys, man. It was fun. All right. Thanks. Remember, it's is a safe pod at gmail.com. And uh, 
I guess we'll uh, we'll probably see you in 2024. <laughs> <laughs>